Welcome to another episode of Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. Today I'm joined by Chris Hoffman. She's a board member of Cranford School's Friends of the Performing Arts. Chris, thanks so much for joining me here on Cranford Radio. Hi, Bernie. Thanks for having me today. You and I have worked together many times, not with performing arts, but at TV 35. But today we want to focus on something a little bit different, talking about the performing arts. Uh, Athletics, of course, gets lots of attention. Performing arts, not quite as much. Tell us, if you would, a bit about performing arts in the Cranford schools and, in particular, about your organization, please. We wanted to have a... Uh, a booster club like the sports did because these sports have done such a great job with uh, nurturing their kids and um, supporting their kids and advocating for their kids that you feel like a family uh, when you join sports in town. Um, And I think that's really admirable. So we said, you know, our kids uh, also could use support from us as parents. Um, And so we uh, rebooted Friends of Performing Arts. Uh, There was an existing one before us and then participation fell. And so around four, five years ago, as my last was coming into the high school, I said, this would be really great if we could sort of build the momentum uh, around the performing arts um, and support our kids as well. Uh, Not only um, by raising money and helping enhance our programs at, at the schools, but also uh, just to just just so they know, just so kids know that the parents are behind them, and um, the schools know the parents are going to help them, uh, and to provide a sort of a familiar atmosphere, um, so that people feel included, uh, supported, and helping them to get to um, where they want to go. Where if the program if the program wants to take them to a higher level, they have people there to say we support you. What is it that you need to do that? Mm-hmm. How are some of the ways that you support performing arts in the schools? Well, two ways. Um, we advocate for the arts. So if one department needs something or needs, needs, more, um, needs more money in something or some more support in something, we will stand up and say, hey, could you, could you consider you know, some of your budget for this? Or could you help us in some way? Um, and then the second way we do that is by raising money. We've spent the few last few years trying to figure out the best way to raise money. Um, as you know, in Cranford, everyone's doing a fundraiser and everyone's doing activity and it's wonderful and beautiful, and, but it makes it really hard to find an original fundraiser. Um, so we tried different things. Um, and I think we're settling in on membership and having a film festival every year. We got a little... Uh, waylaid due to the pandemic. So uh, we didn't have our first film festival till last year when it was virtual. But this year we're coming back and uh, it's virtual and in person. And so we're really looking forward to bringing everyone together in the downtown, um, supporting also the downtown, letting people show films if they're local um, and letting people come together and, and support the arts in their schools. You mentioned that you got involved with restoring this group when your youngest went into the high school. Is your youngest still in the high school at this point? He is graduating this year and uh, he's a jazz drummer 
And um, if I'm going to take a second to crow, he's <laughs> he just ex- got accepted to NYU Steinhardt for jazz. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> so he's very excited. And uh, yeah, he's also studying physics at NYU. They allow you to study both there, which was um, one of the main reasons he applied there. Um, so we're very excited. And, and he's also with a, a band uh, up in Montclair called Jazz House Kids. And they were just selected one of the top 15 jazz bands in the country. And they're going to be playing at essentially Ellington in New York City. Wow. Wow. In the beginning of May. So lots of exciting. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, this program, you know, he started in Cranford schools. Uh, He started with baritone. And he then was like, well, I really like the drums. And I remember taking him to Sam Ash and he was just wailing on the drums. And I was like, well, he's pretty good. But the program started at a young age and it got him used to music as it did his siblings. Um, And it gave the kids, it first of all, whetted their appetite for for music. Um, And it gave the kids a family within the schools. Uh, It gave the kids other kids who have similar interests. It gave them um, goals to work towards, you know, it gave them teachers who cared about their music education. I mean, the number of people who identify with their talent in a band or choir or acting or dance, it becomes who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's important to, I know me as a parent and to other parents as well. This was part of, of that reason because it was so important. Hey, in the past four years, we funded Uh, a conductor stand for the high school. We've helped upgrade their curtain. The district was going to supply a a regular curtain, but it was a little thin and it wasn't going to be holding up so well. And so we supplied extra funds so they could get the better curtain so that it it looks nicer on stage. It's going to hold up if a kid trips or, you know, gets their leg caught in or something. It's not going to rip. There's a valence at the the top that's really, that really adds an extra touch. We bought cello racks for the orchestra. We funded uh, the Whiffen Poops from Yale came to uh, the choir and at the high school. And we funded that trip as well as uh, some ma- a master class from them. We funded a trip from the band to Berkeley when they went to Berkeley a few years ago. So each ensemble gets attention. You know, mm-hmm. We have set up our group so that there's a general fund that funds things that we all benefit like the auditorium but then we've also set up different fundraising avenues for each ensemble so if you are in choir and you need something in choir you can come to us and say i'd like to do a fundraiser for this and we would help and support you but that money would go into the choir account Mm -hmm. so we do both we fund our common interests and then we also fund specific interests to each ensemble and we and we have set it up that way to ensure fairness for all our ensembles so that everyone feels that their, their needs are addressed and everyone feels like they have a voice. And our board is made up of people from each ensemble. And it, it's, we take pains to, to do it that way, to make sure that everyone feels, feels included. And if, they, if, if there's something special that they need, we would all sort of pitch in and figure out a way to get, it what, to get what they needed. You talked about your kids being involved with the performing arts. I'm curious, when you were a kid, when you were in high school, were you a musician or an actor? 
<laughs> Over oh, you always ask those <laughs> tough questions. <laughs> My first love was piano, and I did get a piano in the house, and I can play a little, I guess is what they say, <laughs> but not mm-hmm. very well. Um, I tried the flute, couldn't get a sound. I tried the clarinet, a lot of squeaking going on. Um, <laughs> when you're a parent and you hear them squeaking and honking in the fourth and grades, you're like, oh, this is never going to work. You know? <laughs> but it's amazing how it all comes together if they stick with it. You know, by the middle school, you could say, oh, maybe something's going on here. And then by the high school, they're on that stage. And they sound good. And you say, wow, it did come together. You know, it mm-hmm. really did. And as a, when you're a new parent, it's, it was amazing to me that uh, sticking with that was able to come around. And that's, that's another thing we hope to do with the younger parents is to show them this will end up in something. And you will, you know, it will be something that your kids will be proud of, too. But I was more of a chorus girl. I was an alto in, in all my choirs, my church choirs and my school choirs. And I even, uh, you know, even when I went to, I went to school at Fordham and I was in the choir there in the university choir and the, and the church choir. So that was, um, I love that. And I miss it. And maybe I'll go back to some church, to a church or St. Michael's or something. I don't know, but I would love to put that back in my life. So that, and I was in some plays in middle school, mm-hmm. uh, but I would get too nervous. So I didn't, I didn't join the plays in high school. Chris, for anyone who maybe has a child that's a budding performing artist and would like to get more information or perhaps get involved with the group, how best can they do that? At, at this point in time, we, we, we have a Facebook page, Cranford School's Friends of Performing Arts. And that's really our main uh, page right now. Um, we hope to get a website up soon, but we're so busy with some other things coming up, but, but we hope to get that together soon. But um, people can reach out to me if they want. Uh, Chris Fedhoff at AOL.com, C-H-R-I-S as in Sam, F as in Frank, E-D-H-O-F-F at AOL.com. You could reach out to Mrs. Holodeck at Orange Avenue School. She knows how to reach us. Mr. Felici at Hillside Avenue School also can put you in contact with us. Chris, you mentioned earlier about the film festival. Tell us when and where that's going to be and how folks can participate. Our film festival is featuring films from all over the world um, in different categories, short films. So you'll be able to maybe watch a film. Uh, So if you do it virtually, you can watch a film and, uh, you know, go do something else and then watch another film and, and go do something else. And I have to be honest, I never really was big on film festivals, but I watched ours last year. And it was really amazing. Um, the work that went into some of these films and their messages and how good they were. Even some of the acting was like really good. Um, and I really appreciated it by the end of the, our virtual period this uh, last year. Now this year we're doing virtual and in-person. So we are partnering with the Cranford Theater in town. We're very excited to be uh, in the downtown um, showing our films. I think March 15th is our deadline. So if you have films, um, please send them along. It's not a huge admission fee. It's like 20 bucks or something like that. And we certainly will be favoring our local films to put up, to to be shown in a theater, to to see your film in a theater must be really cool. (laughs) So that's, I think that's great. And we're really hoping for more kids 
to be involved, to send in their films um, and then bring your family that day and, and see your film in a theater. I mean, how often can you do something like that? The film festival is being led by our parents, uh, Stephanie Levine Ashinoff and Pam Brewster Rosenthal. And they're doing tremendous work on getting this together. And our film festival director is Lou Goldstein. He also runs the Nassau Film Festival, the very successful Nassau Film Festival down in Princeton. You could find out more information at cranfordfilmfestival.org. Now, the film festival is 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Saturday, April 30th. So we'll know, uh, once all the films are in, we'll know when they'll be shown during that time. Uh, but we also are looking at having some special guests, some speakers. We're going to be having a pre-party at Philo Sophie. But the other thing I'm excited about, Bernie, and we're solidifying uh, details now, but we're partnering with Downtown Cranford on uh, something we're calling an Arts Day. Mm-hmm. Same day, April 30th, before the film festival. And Arts Day is inviting our artists, performing and fine arts, to participate in almost like an arts in the park in the downtown. And so we'll have uh, the Madrigals and we'll have the Cranford High School Jazz Band. We'll have our actors and some soloists in town performing that day. And some instruments for the kids, for the younger kids to try out, see you know if they like the sound of an instrument before they decide on maybe picking it up over the summer or the next, or the next uh, fall. And it's sort of to awaken our love of the arts again. And we sort of was dormant over the pandemic. It was very hard to participate in performing arts during the pandemic. And I think the performing arts uh, sort of lost uh, some steam during the pandemic. And we want to sort of reignite that and remind you of how it feels to be singing or to hear singing mm-hmm. or to, to be moved by a poem or a dance um, and how to communicate with each other in way of, ways other than speech. Well, it sounds very exciting. Not only uh, looking forward to that, but it will be nice warm weather, hopefully, by the time we get to the end of April. So that will be something else to uh, be excited about. Exactly. That's another sort of here we are. We're, we're back. We're back. Um, and why don't we all get together and celebrate that? Chris, thanks so much for joining us here on Cranford Radio. Thank you, Bernie.